Alrighty, <clears throat> we're back um, with me talking about my random thoughts and uh, talking to you guys about, again, um, how to just deepen our hearts with the Lord, understanding His kingdom, um, and definitely trying to have a focus with freedom, so deliverance from from any sort of demonic attack, freedom from our flesh, um, and then just how this correlates to our call and service for the Lord, um, being a husband, a parent, um, being a father. So what I wanted to talk through today, and I find this really interesting, and I I need to give credit where credit is due. Um, I'm going through this book called The Three Battlegrounds uh, by Francis Frangipane. I think that's how his last name is pronounced. Maybe I botched it. But um, it's talking about when, you know, we should agree with our adversary uh, in reference to the devil. Um, and he quotes Matthew 25, or I'm sorry, Matthew 5, 25. And this is, um, you know, after, well, it's during his Sermon on the Mount. And um, just prior to 25 and verse 23, 24, he's talking about, therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, Leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother. Then come and offer your gift. Um, So obviously just talking about creating um, peace um, in in the the church body. Um, You know, having complete forgiveness. And then this is one of those like parables that has always been somewhat confusing, but this shed a lot of light. So Matthew 5.25 saying, Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you are still with him on the way, or he may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may may be thrown into prison. I tell you the truth, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. And essentially what the book is talking about in reference to this scripture is how you know obviously the enemy is always here to kill steal and destroy right and he's a liar but some some interesting things popped up in, in the sense of and maybe you guys can help talk to me about this as well but I think it's easy when, if we're struggling through a, a sin pattern, or we continue to um, have difficulty with temptations that pop up, or, you know, we're just feeling oppressed, you know, we're not feeling free. It's easy to just be like, I'm being attacked by the devil, Right? But we also have to understand, yeah, there's the enemy, but then there's also our flesh, right? Because we're a fallen, sinful being now, so there's our flesh, and then there's also the devil, and of course the devil lives in our flesh. Um, That's what he can feed on. And even in this book, you know, it's talking about uh, the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, uh, and the judgment that God gave the serpent the devil 
was, you know, I'm going to make you eat dust, right? But then also, if remember, God said of man, you are dust, right? And that where 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 dust came, there where we will we will return. So it's interesting how it's it's now the enemy can now feed on our flesh, right? Which is the our our carnal nature, right? Our, our flesh nature. Um, and so what, what this book brought up was oftentimes we'll hear that thought, right? Of you don't pray enough or, um, you know, you weren't very patient with your wife just then, right? Or, um, you know, you were really selfish, with what you just did there. And we have these thoughts um, about ourselves that feel like judgment, right? And I feel like in a lot of teaching or, or in church cultures, it's like, you know, that's not true, right? Like we are, we, we are now a new creation, we're made perfect, which is so true. Um, but what we're actually talking about is in this sense and with this parable is the adversary making this, um, judgment of some wrong we've done. We have to agree with it, but in the sense of we agree with what our flesh is and then acknowledge, but thank you, Lord. Thank you that we have grace um, thank you that we have Jesus because now my new life caught up in him and who he is, he's filling that gap for me as opposed to I'm filling this gap for myself it, and it's easy. Like, again, this like gets so convoluted and it's easy to kind of get it all twisted up, but it's really our flesh is still there, but we're not living in it or having focus on it. Um, but in essence, the way to battle through thoughts and things like this is the humility, right? And real humility is acknowledging the flesh part of us in how it's nothing, right? Um, and even Paul talking about his, um, the worldly side of him, his natural self, like even though in his natural self, he was successful religiously. He says he counts that all as loss, as nothing, right? And so the humility, and the devil hates humility because um, then he doesn't have any power. We're humbly saying, yeah, I don't, I don't pray enough. My flesh does not want to pray enough. Or like, yeah, uh, my flesh um, is, is selfish. But thank you, Lord, right? Jesus is stepping into these, these places and spaces. Um, and I think even the acknowledgement of it allows that process of sanctification to happen because if there's pride in our own righteousness, uh, that blocks God. Um, and I just thought that was so interesting, um, that we're like supposed to agree with the devil in this sense. And again, I really want to hear what other people think about that scripture, um, but it just it made it made a lot of sense to me. 
um, because like our salvation is not based on what we do, right? So it's like our salvation is not based on the lack, right, in all these areas, but it's based on Jesus. And so now that we're made in his likeness, you know, we have this new nature created in Christ's likeness, right, from Ephesians 4.24. And so we can agree with the devil about the condition of our flesh, but then, so we're not going to defend our own image, but now we're really identifying with this new nature, which is fully just Jesus. Like, we don't have, it's not, it's, it, it's I guess the way to think about it is our our flesh nature being transformed to Christ's nature. It's like the flesh nature slowly getting weaker and dwindling because it's not being fed. And a whole brand new nature, like two separate entities growing and blossoming as we feed that and we identify with that. Because I always uh, figuratively thought of it as this old nature like doing a 180 res really it seems more and more that the figurative way to look at it is this old nature withering away and dying in this new nature just like a baby you know when a new creation or a new plant or any creation is born it starts small and with less cells and then duplicates and it grows um having it be you know more like that um and this book gave some some good examples of it, you know, and like even example in my life most recently, it's like um, my wife felt like I was very inconsiderate of her needs. Uh, we we were getting new cell phones, and she um, she just she felt like I was being super selfish, right, and like just focused on getting my phone done and not hers. And she was with the kids and just being considerate of that and how hard it was to preoccupy them while I don't have to deal with it and just dealing with the sales rep um, for the cell phone. Um, and then her bringing that to me, saying like, this is how I felt, like you're being selfish. And as, a, as opposed to me trying to defend that, um, having to come to it in humility and say, yeah, you know, hearing where you're coming from and what you felt, I will acknowledge like that was selfish. Um, as a, you know, because I think it's easy that we want to go into defense of our image. But like the scripture, Matthew 5.25 is saying, if we try and go into defense of our own righteousness, that means we're trying to, essentially, that it's this pride that's fueling um that's fueling our flesh nature whereas like we're we're trying to walk in humility um so i just found it super interesting it may not be super deep or groundbreaking but it's like this interesting idea of agreeing with the devil but it's only in this one area so if um i I still like i said i really want to connect with other people who are trying to tend their hearts and really be a truth seeker and like you know um men who are after God's heart. And so uh, I, there's a community on Facebook um, that I created, um, which is just 
His Kingdom, Our Hearts community. Um, it's a Facebook group that is free to join, so that way we can all interact and, and encourage, edify, um, all that good stuff. So if you want to find that on Facebook and join the community, I'd love to connect. And until next time. Thank you.